Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchases, forward, prohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, and welcome to the Paddock Podcast with Adam McCola, Stephen Houston, Jay Motti, and me, Joe Smith. We're live with the Paddock Podcast every single Monday at 4 p.m. on YouTube. The Paddock Podcast title sponsor is Manscaped, the global leaders in men's below the waist grooming. Hello and welcome to the Stretford Paddock Podcast. My name is Joe. I'm joined today by Alex Bagley. I'm good. How are oh, you? I've, I've, I've no, beat no, you no. to it. No, no. I'm good. I've just assume I've asked it you. <laughs> How are I'm, you? I'm tired, mate. To be Where honest. have you come back from? From the Nordics. The Nordics. All over the place. You've been Ooh. at the match in Oslo, haven't you? I was at the match in Oslo, yeah. So you're going to give us the inside scoop on what happened yesterday. Yeah. That absolute, on well, actually, on Saturday. Saturday, that absolute yeah, yeah, shambles. Yeah. Uh, and Jordan's here as well. How are you, Jordan? <laughs> what, what are you no. barking for? Barking you know why for? I'm barking. So no. barking? off camera, we, no, we were was. having a little barking contest. In, and it started. Who started it? Because it wasn't me, and it weren't him. So who else was it? In this, it them in this episode of the Paddock Podcast, so. we're going to be doing our 2022-2023 <laughs> season preview. This isn't just looking at Man United. We're looking at transfers. We're looking at who's done well in the in the window, who we're expecting to be a dark horse, who is going to impress next season. Um, we'll go through some of the teams. We're not going to do like all the way relegation, all the way up. We've got a preview uh, sort of predictions video coming tomorrow properly but this is Proper. just looking at the season what do we want to see from United what do we expect to see uh, and let's get some depth on that everyone get your predictions and thoughts in the comments as well and I'll read some of those as we go along let's start off with um, I think we should probably start off with Manchester United shall we um, no actually we'll come to Man United in a minute okay. let's start with Ooh, Arsenal that is a swift let's start with Arsenal because I'm already sick of them. <clears throat> I am as well. Gabriel Jesus. Oh, I've scored seven goals in preseason. Yeah, what award does that win you exactly? Nothing. Right. So Arsenal, they've spent the most of any Premier League side this season. Just here's a few stats for you. Bringing in five new players. Uh, Gabriel Jesus for around 46 million. Zinchenko for 31. Fabio Vieira for 31. Matt Turner for five. And Marquinhos for 3.15. Um like I said, Jesus is the one everyone's talking about. Mm. Apparently, he's the most highly picked player in uh, FPL this season. That's he's so this is, the, this is the hype around him. It's because he's a bit cheap, I think. Mm. I think that's the reason on FPL is a bit cheap. But I don't know. He was still a backup striker to no striker last season. And there's a reason behind that. I don't think he's as good as everyone's making out. 
the way they're going on about him in pre-season, the way that he's getting bigged up, but Anthony Martial isn't. Mm. I mean, obviously, the difference in number seven goals is a few more than three or four that Anthony Martial scored, but he's had a good pre-season as well. Mm. But I'm not thinking he's going to score 30 goals this season. No. And, and in the same way, I don't think Jesus will. I think he'll have a good season. I think he'll probably, I think he'll score 10 or 12 in the league, but I don't think he's the difference in Arsenal being where they are. I don't think he's that much better than Lacazette. I don't think he's no. ridiculously much, you know, he's not light years ahead of him. And then you've got Zinchenko, 30 million quid for someone that Pep wanted to get rid of. And he just went, no, no, keep me here for a bit. That's what he said. And ended up playing because of various reasons of them not replacing him. Yeah. That's why he's got in the team, and he's a good technical footballer. And remember, City won the league first on the Pep with Fabian Delph at left back. So it's not like it's the most he's key a, position. He's a good them. player, Zinchenko. He is, but thirty million for a left back is a lot of money. Too much. <coughs> and what do, what do we pay for? He's, sure. He was basically thirty million. Yeah, and that's too much as well. Um, yeah. And he, but he, he was always a backup left back, Zinchenko. He yeah. just he just sort of John O'Shea'd his way into playing yeah, week yeah. in, week out because they didn't have a, a top-class option and in front of him. The players they bought in, regardless of what was going on off the field, was shit on the field. Um, and then they've had more options. At, at, you know, when Cancelo and Walker have been fit, it's mostly been them two. Zinchenko's a decent player, but 30 million is a lot of money. What they've done there is they spent 70 million or 80 Sorry. million quid yeah. on like when Saha and maybe bought John O'Shea off United. Yeah. In 2008. Yeah. That's what you've done there. You've taken the backup left back that fills in everywhere and the striker that doesn't score as many goals as all the other ones. Mm. And you've taken him. I don't think I don't think he's as good a signing as, as we'll go into Chelsea. I think Sterling's a much better signing for Chelsea than what Jesus is for mm. Arsenal. I I don't know. I think they're playing good football, but I think that this will be a season where obviously they've got Europa League, which we know is going to be, you know, bad for our squad. <coughs> I think it'll be the same for them. I think we'll see this season there will be a tail-off. I don't think that squad has got consistent quality. I don't think it's good enough all the way through. I think there's some good players. I think they play nice football. Mm -hmm. But that's been Arsenal for a very, very long time. And I just don't think... You look at what Pep's on at City and how good those players are to do that system. They're not the level of what Arsenal have got. Arsenal have got a lot worse players. Not many of them players would get into City's team and trying to play a similar thing just not going to happen. Sorry, I'm just trying to look up some stats on Gabriel Jesus here because there's a lot of players, people in the comments saying, oh, he's an absolute baller. He's this, he's that. This is how many goals he's got by season in the Premier League, right? So he joined in 2016-17, seven goals. 2017-18, 13 goals. 2018-19, seven goals. Then his best ever season in 34 games, 14 goals, which is substantially less than a goal every other game. Then 2021, uh, he got nine goals last season he got eight goals and it, in terms of appearances I know a lot of these are off the bench but it's 29 29 34 29 28 like he's not playing six games a season no. I know he's not their first choice striker but he's never got 15 goals in a Premier League season um, and in terms of most goals he got 23 goals one season but six of his uh, but sorry six of his goals were I don't even know where they were I can't even see what content is that. I suppose okay. that's Europe. So that's yeah. that's pretty good. But I just like twenty three goals is his maximum in a season, and uh, and that season he played fifty three games. So it's still well less than a goal every other game, or you know less than a goal every other game. He's a good player, but let's also not forget he's playing in the best team in England, arguably the best team in Europe for all of those seasons. He's not like grafting it out at Blackburn. 
you know what I mean? He, this is a player who is playing for the highest scoring, best team in England, who make the most chances of anyone in England, and he's never got 15 Premier League goals. Like, he's a good player, but I, I think it's hard. Like, he's far better than Martial. See, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm going to play devil's Do you like it? I think it will be very good for him. I think he'll actually probably outscore all of the seasons he's had at City in the Premier League. I think reckon? maybe even this season. I'd, I've, I've got a feeling that they've just, they've got a really good coup there in a sense that Arteta's worked with him before. They know, he knows what he's about. Obviously, he can play two different positions. He can play as a, as a central nine, which it looks like he's going to. Obviously, they've lost, like I said, they lost to Bamiyang halfway through last season. They've got a little understanding between all the Brazilians there, but that annoys me. They're all buzzing about how many Brazilians are in the team, etc. blah, blah, blah. But they've got a Portuguese, got the little, what is it? Liga Portuguese's most creative player last season, Fabio Vieira, in terms of assists. I think mm. it was something like 17, I want to say off the top of my head. Might be a little bit less, but if you can confirm that, that'd be fantastic. Gabriel Jesus up top. He'll run all day. He'll, he'll be niggly. He'll, he'll, he'll press. And I just think they've got a coupe there. Zinchenko, I'm not too sure about for 30 mil. The City are laughing when they, they bought him as, I think it was something like 8 mil or something, as a 10. They had too many injuries at fullback and they played him left back and he just stayed there. He couldn't even get in the midfield, which is fair enough considering how much talent they've got over there. But I just think he's going to be very, very good for him. I do. I just, I just, I think it might be good, but I just think it's, I think they're just not, all the players they brought in don't stand out to me. And I don't think they go, they're not much better than what they had. And I don't think they make them. And I think, like you've said, mentioned, they've lost Lacazette and Bamiyang and they've replaced him with Jesus. If we'd have done that, you know, I mean, we kind of have. You know, where everyone's going. We've lost Cavani and, and we, the question marks over Ronaldo. Mm. A lot of goals. And we've replaced him with our striker that wasn't even in the squad last season in Martial. And everyone's kicking off. And mm. I think that that's kind of... The level of strikers they had is not nowhere near as good as Cavani and Ronaldo. And they've replaced him with someone that, like I said, was a backup to nobody last season. I just mm. don't... I think it's an okay signing, but I don't think it takes them any... And I think this was the thing that Oli got... To, you, you've got this point where... You move along steadily and I think Arteta's done that. He's took them to seventh and fifth. They've won the FA Cup. They're doing all right. But there's got to be a point when you're Arsenal, United, Liverpool, whatever it gets to, where you have to go and try and win the Premier League and try and compete at the top level. And I think Oli gambled last year and went, well, I need Ronaldo and Varane to mm. do that because I'm not going to get the midfielders I want or whatever. I'm not going to get another two years to keep building. Mm. And I think that's going to get to Arsenal. I think they probably will finish fifth again this year. Mm. And I think you just get to the point of go, that's just what they're going to keep doing. They're going to buy these players that are... Also, you're buying cast-offs from teams that are better than you. Yeah, they're going to finish fifth. Are they trying to get fifth. to that level? Or are you just going to buy the worst <coughs> players from a team that's, that, that, is, that is bigger than yours? Yeah. Like I understand that <clears throat> United obviously aren't getting close to Manchester City and Liverpool at the moment. We went backwards last season. But there was a time there where we were genuinely... What was it? Christmas... The season before last, we were top, or yep. New Year's Day. The season before last, we were top. When Arsenal haven't done that in fifteen years, or you know thereabouts. So I, I understand it. Raheem Sterling has outscored um, Gabriel Jesus in every season except one. The time they've both been at Manchester City. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere 
and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. They've both been sold for roughly 45, 46 million quid. Sterling's had 23, 25, 31 goal seasons. Uh, 14 and 17 in his last two seasons as well. Outsc- like I said, outscored Jesus in all of those seasons. Um, I think he's a much better sign. I think that's one that City actually might regret a little bit. I, I think, think Sterling's so. a very good player. I can't believe he's, he's gone not for that a finisher, much. but the fact that you've managed to get 31 goals out of Raheem Sterling in a season when his finishing is as bad as it is, he's obviously positionally very good. Obviously, the system's great. People in the comments saying about um, how he's never had a team built around him, Gabriel Jesus. That's because you don't build teams around people like Gabriel Jesus. Nice. That's why. Like, sh- come on. You is could it, argue it because he's a centre forward. And if he's your main focal point for goals, he if he's going to be... No, but that, that's the thing, he, he will do the it. The Brazil after, manager literally said to him, where do you want to play? Anyway, he said right wing, didn't he? I, I think it's right wing. I'll yeah. play the left. He didn't want to play there, and he's not, he doesn't play for Brazil anymore. He doesn't get into the team because he'd rather have Firmino there. But, so he's not even getting into the Brazil team ahead of the defensive striker and Firmino that no one likes. I don't, I don't think he's that good because I think that if City would, if he was that good, he'd have played last season a lot more games. He didn't. And if he was that good, he'd play for Brazil, which he doesn't at the moment. I don't think he's... I think he's an OK player. And like I said, I think he'll score 12 goals this year. And that's and Arsenal will finish fifth because Odegaard will do all right. The rest will do all right. Mm. Vieira will come in and look nice like Odegaard's done and mm. Smith Rowe's done. But they're all the same player. You know, United, they all got these number 10s that just are all right on the ball. They're just a bit... They're all right. Just going to finish fifth and play some nice football and then get beat 2-0 off Palace. That's what will happen. Yeah. It does happen every year. And then, uh, come on, it does. <laughs> it does, that's I, what I, they I do. So they were, like, I know they finished with United, so we, they, which, which just pains me, but it's the first time in, what, seven years they finished in front of United, or whatever it is, six years. Um, and yes, they, they've improved, but I just think they, the, the, the way that they got to fifth last season was so fortunate. Like, Man, Man United and Tottenham literally both had manager sacking seasons we were both that bad mm. that we sacked our managers and they only just finished above us i think the only reason without they above, europe i think the only reason they finished above west ham is they fancied the, to win the europa league yeah exactly. i think west ham, i think west, west ham, ham would have europe they'd be seven i think west ham would have finished fifth last year if uh, honestly Probably, without yeah. europa league i think they finished they'd have finished above united because they were better we were than awful. united also i was gonna i was gonna say where the hell would we have finished oh yeah oh yeah well, yeah we, we were dreadful we, we without were so we, if west ham didn't have europa and sackings weren't done or anything like that. Where do we oh yeah, well, I think that? I think I completely agree. But well, I just think that West Ham would have finished above Arsenal. I don't think ever, anyone's going on about West Ham winning the league because they've signed Skamaka. <laughs> and I think he's a better player than Jesus. Like I just think that I, I just don't think it, they're that good. I think they're no. all right. Fifth uh, place. There you go. Done. Yeah, <laughs> they they yeah they absolutely they had everything going for them and they still couldn't finish top four last season. Tottenham sacked their manager, and Arsenal were happy to finish behind Tottenham it. sacked two managers, Sorry. didn't they? Well, they sacked one didn't at the, st- Nuno, the start Nuno of the season. Nuno at the start of the season, like four, four games yeah. in. Yeah. Then Mourinho come in. No, 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 no. Mourinho got no, sacked at the end of last year. Nuno started the season. Was that the other way around? Yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, like, Mourinho, that's how where bad have Tottenham I been? season was. I don't know. Tottenham sacked their manager, <laughs> right? Lost and, seven and games in a row. And their new manager lost six games in a row, threatened to quit. And still finished above <laughs> Arsenal, who had their new like messiah of a manager managing them all season with no Europe. I just think Arsenal have done okay, but you have to at some point go, right, 
we've got to do something to try and win the league here. And yeah. I don't think Gabriel Jesus is the player that's going to... If they'd have signed Sterling, if they'd have gone out that's and gone, that's we're signing mm. Sterling, someone who scored 30 goals in a season before, yeah. who is potentially on his day one of the best wingers in the country, has done, yeah. done that, you go, okay, they fancy it. And I think that's what... I still think that's what United tried to do last year and it just didn't happen. But it just... If, if, they're going to be 5th, yeah. 6th, boring, yeah, they'll sound good and that'll be it. Yeah, I reckon I reckon Arteta might get sacked this season. Amazing. Because, you know, when managers tend to get sacked, when the expectation goes up and finally it's like, we need to we need to get top four. Yeah, yeah. Last season, they would have been happy with Europa League. And because they almost got top four, this season, you're getting that Ole third season of like, well, you finished second last year. So if you want to keep improving, you've got to win something. If he looks like he's not going to win something, I think he might get sacked. Um, let's Before we move on to Manchester United, City, Liverpool, all the big boys, the real big boys, uh, let's talk about today's sponsor, Manscaped. Oh. It's been a while, hasn't it, Alex? Oh, it has. We've oh. been gone, but Manscaped never go. Um, if we could just get on the screen, Ethan, remember... Yes, there, there we, go. we go. If you haven't heard already, Smooth Sack Summer is here, <laughs> Jordan. What do you make of that? Smooth Sack Summer. I love smooth that piece of alliteration. It's, it's nice, isn't anything. it? Do you know like how you get like a little Ziploc bag and water just drips off it, doesn't it? That's what Manscaped provides yeah, for you. Yeah. With, when you're playing the summer sun, you need to make sure you're escaped from pubes to bum. Yes. yes. That doesn't even make sense, though, because you still have pubes on your bum. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Your pubes in your bum room. Yeah. They, they, you know. That's the right, that's <laughs> right, sorry. This is the summer to keep cool and keep your balls cool whilst looking hot with Manscaped. And if you use the code... Devils20. Devils20. You Devils get 20% off and free shipping. Yeah. That is 20% off and free shipping. Now, in the past, it's not always been so easy to sort yourself out downstairs. Because now, do you remember there was a period when people used to get like Nike ticks and like Umbro badges in the back of their hair? Yeah. I've got that down there. And because you do it yourself. I what can brand do though? It myself, huh? Which brand? Manscaped logo. That's impressive. Because <laughs> that's a difficult because, one. Because and what have you done that with? I've like, done what, that. What, what have you done it with? <laughs> Using the lawnmower 4.0 that I got from the performance package because it's so precise, it's so perfectly catered to my nuts and bolts that I can do pretty much anything with it. I've carved it into a swan. I've you know I use the All sides at the same tufts. And they're both sort of two lion's heads. You know that you see on the side of posh driveways. I have that. I've topiaried. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I mean? I've, t- I've got two ornamental lions you could do it adorning in the dark my well, piece. Because there's a light on and it, you yeah. can do it in the dark because there's a light on there. But honestly, in the past, I, t- I said this before, I bought a five pound like, mm, oh, no. from a no, uh, no, no. reliable high street chemist. Right. Um, five pound, four ninety nine. all the clippers, all the guards, basically turned that thing into spaghetti down there. It was an abomination. Spaghetti. But with Manscaped... <laughs> I've managed to sculpt it back together and retain its structural integrity. Yeah. That's because they offer the lawnmower 4.0. It's got a 7,000 RPM motor. Like you said, multifunction on-off switch, so you can lock it before you put it in your travel bag, you did that which is went great. Away. I did that before I went away. Safe. Yeah, yeah, and also, not just safe, but you don't want to get there and you realise, oh, it's been on for 18 hours on my I've flight. I've now drained the battery. There's no battery I on it. I can't. Exactly. What if you're meeting... A lady friend over there, they or wherever you're gonna yeah. go. If you're traveling to meet a lady friend, and for some or reason you've packed it, friend. or a friend, or a man friend, or yeah. whatever you like, yeah. all of a sudden you realize you've left it on and you've not done a business because you had time. No, right? exactly. no good. You don't have to worry about that with man. Safe. Due to their multifunction on off switch, they've also got liquid formulations, ball toner deodorant, they've also got the ball reviver as well, yeah, which yeah. just perks you just up. Just on the go. Yeah, it's sometimes like... you want to go straight from work and you want to pop for a few drinks, just but hang on, who's there? 
There you are. I want to impress still. There you go. Do you know what I mean? Sometimes you just do a little top-up throughout the day, don't you? That's the reviver right there. And again, make sure you check out Manscaped. They help us out. They're a brilliant company. And I genuinely use them all the time. This yeah. isn't like you watch adverts and you're like, oh, yeah, right. Do you really use Angelo's insurance or whatever? Manscaped is the only thing I use on my spuds. Yeah. Fantastic. So make sure you check out Manscaped. Get 20% off and free shipping. A special deal using the code DEVILS20. That's 20% off and free shipping using the code DEVILS20. Get on board or get left behind. It's smooth sack summer, guys. Yeah. Simple as that. Link in the that. description as well. Should we talk about Man United? Let's talk about Man United. May as well, Finally. Um, May as well. I mean, we know about Manchester United, don't we? Let's be honest. Man United have currently signed... Three players. Yep. Christian Eriksen. We've signed Lissandro Martinez. And we've signed Terrell Malassia. I like all of them. You like all of them? What yeah. are your thoughts? Let's start with the ins. Get your thoughts in the comments as well. Do you like <coughs> the players we have signed so far? Because yes. we get so caught up on De Jong and this and that and Chesco and da 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 da. You almost forget. Here's who we've got Martinez, Eriksen, Malassia. What are your thoughts on them, Jordan? I'm happy with all three in different reasons. Least happy with. Initially, I think, was Malassia. When you think, we were already top-heavy on full-backs on the left-hand side. You had Brandon Williams coming back off loan. He played a shot of games for Norwich, although yeah. they still went down. You've still got Tellez and you've still got Luke Shaw. Luke Shaw struggles with injuries. Tellez hasn't really been, has been massively good, He's to be honest. No. But then you hear that Ted Hag wanted Malassia when he was at Ajax, but they couldn't sign him because of the whole um, sort of rivalry between Feyenoord and Ajax at the time. Anyway... He was probably the one I was least happy with until I've saw the past few performances. He looks dynamic. He looks aggressive. He looks good on the ball. Very heavily left-footed, but he's, he's giving me like a Valencia sort of look. You know, very left, very heavy-footed on one side, but he's got power. He's got pace. He can drive at players. So I'm happy with that. Ericsson, I'm second happy with. Okay. Because we second, have... I'm second, second happy, happy with it. because Lissandro's top, top happy. Top, top, top happy. happy, right? <laughs> <laughs> Martin... Uh, Ericsson is top, second top happy. happy. Yeah, Jordan top top happy. Is learned to speak again after. Yeah, yeah. Basically, a big. I'm um, second yeah. happy with Ericsson because yeah. we've lost four. Did you do journalism at university? I'm second <laughs> happy with <laughs> Christian Ericsson because we've lost four players in the centre of the park mm. here or there. You can count Lingard essentially, yeah. Pogba, Matic, Mata. You need to just replace him. You need to have squad depth. And maybe he won't start every single game, but I do think at the start of the season he'll be heavily involved because I don't know where we're going to go with midfield incomings. But I'm happy with him. He brings a little bit of quality that we don't really have in the middle of the park. I do actually think he could do Paul Pogba's role mm. better mm. for maybe one or two seasons max, I even though he, he hasn't really got the legs. That he, that he's not got the power. Because yeah. the thing with him. Paul Pogba is, because he's so good at so many things when he's at his best, his dribbling's fantastic, mm. his touch is great, his passing range is great. He can track back as well. He can get a tackle in. You ex you almost think he has to do all of them all the time. But really, what we United wanted him to do was get the ball off Fred and pass it to Rashford, Bruno, Ronaldo or Sancho. And he didn't really do that often enough. Mm. He stands on the ball for too long. He wants to fight someone off before he passes it. It's great that he can do that. And occasionally you need to. But he would almost force situations where he had to fight someone off the ball before he'd pass it. And it's like, that's you could do your job better if you avoided those situa situations rather than creating them in order to look good at the thing you're good at. I think Ericsson could easily do the job that Pogba was doing. Um, my only concern is, even when we had poor Pogba, we still needed someone to play behind him. We still needed a, 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 someone who 
regardless of their playing style, would sit in front of the defence, would be positionally disciplined and keep the ball and rotate possession for Man United. Fred is Fred is a improving player who seems to have found his role at United, but he isn't positionally disciplined. Like There were times last season, that Wolves game at the start of the season, where he was just skinned alive by Adama Traore. Not only was he just physically and, and you know speed-wise outmatched by Traore, he was just in the wrong place all the time. Mm. Try would just knock the ball down the middle of the pitch and Freddie would be like, oh, I sh- oh, see you later. I should have been there. I, you know, now you've reminded me, next time I'll do it. And then next time he was in the wrong place <laughs> again. Like, I just think we need someone who is always in the right place, whether that's a Carrick style or Hargreaves style. You know, it doesn't have to be one or, I mean, it doesn't have to be a particular style. It just needs to be someone, Frankie de Jong is a good example, who can sit deep and can do that job. Or we need someone like, you know, Basuma or something like that who can win the ball back. But I worry that we still need that player. That's the point. Regardless I'm, of how I'm, good Ericsson I'm, is. I'm worried. I'm, I'm worried. I like Ericsson. I think he's looked really good in, in the few games, the few minutes you've seen him. He looked, the first pass he did, I think it was how long he was on the pitch uh, against uh, Atletico Madrid, that, that pass over the top he tries for, left for Rashford. Was his left foot his right foot? Right foot was ridiculous. And there was a left foot switch yesterday. Yes, that's what I'm thinking of yesterday. To, yeah. I think it was out to Tellers. It was just ridiculous. And you're like, he's got the quality, but I do question where he kind of fits. Because look, Bruno I think is going to play and I think he's he's looked very good. And I think with that fluid front three ahead, mm. I think that's where Bruno fits best. But I don't see it being Fred, Eriksson, Bruno. I just don't see that being the case. No. Maybe he'll try it against Brighton and really go for it. But I think that's quite a risk. And I still think he might just revert back to Fred McTominay, which he's that. liked. Um, but yeah, I've liked it. I like Malassia. I think you mentioned they're like aggressive. That Atletico Madrid game was so intense. And I don't think the one thing I've liked about all United playing that game, there wasn't one where you thought they're not. They're not, you know, backing out of things, mm. not backing out of things, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Every single player looked up for it. And that's even your Lindelofs, who you've maybe questioned in the past, Delo, Fred McTominay, that's one of their main attributes. They look brilliant at it. But Malassia doing what he was doing, flying into tackles mm. with quality as well. It wasn't just, you know, needless. He's looked really good. And then Martinez, he looks, <coughs> he looks very good. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, it looks really, really classic, doesn't it? Yeah. I think I was watching, obviously I watched the game yesterday and then I went back and watched the individual highlights of all the touches he had and and and, and he's just, I keep saying this, but it's like when he's on the ball, he doesn't look like a centre-back. He's got such control over his body. And I mean, I hate to say it because I, th- I think Varane's a great player, but sometimes when Varane's running to the ball or dribbling with the ball, he's got a strange sort of gait to him where he's kind of, you can see he's almost using his brain to get his legs in the right places. And he's kind of stepping and he's passes it and you know, whatever. Martinez, it's so fluid and he, he, he looks like an attacker almost, the way he, he holds the ball and the way he understands the space around him and his dribbling skill. He, he's brilliant. He's, he's, I mean, certainly the best at United I've seen at that, even from the short clips I've seen. Um, oh, so not the best at United, but the best play United have had in, in, in his previous games at Ajax. 
his dribbling and his positioning and the way he holds the ball is he just looks completely yeah. at home with the ball at his feet. So the I question think that's is really whether exciting. he whether he drops Lindelof essentially for it or whether yeah. he just goes with this is what we've played for most of pre-season, they've had most time, I'm comfortable with this, let's go with it. I think it might be that until two or three weeks in and then he just goes, right, I think I still think Martinez Maguire is going to be the, the pairing. And yeah. I think that's, I, I'm happy with that. I think Maguire's looked really good in pre-season. I thought yeah. he was excellent against Atletico Madrid. Yeah, he was. I think the way he brings the ball out, people have been questioning whether ten, he's going to suit Ten Hag, but I thought he was brilliant at that. A lot of very, very good recovery tackles as well, which mm. people again question him. I think he's had a great preseason. Did well against Atletico. I think, I think he, him and um, Martinez. I think Varane's looked shaky. I just yeah, don't think he too. looks. I don't think he's the player we all thought we were getting. I thought he was going to be the one that you know took was the one ahead of Maguire always, and I just don't think he is. It's weird that, isn't it's it? It's really weird. Isn't how it mad? And, and, and I know that it's not for certain, and, and some of it could be down to the fact that he's had a little injury in preseason, Varane, but. It does seem from everything we're hearing that, as in not you know directly to me, but through journalists and through the media and through what Ten Hag's saying, that Maguire is above Varane in the pecking order. I think Maguire. I think it's Maguire. Then I think it's Lindelof and Martinez on a level at the minute, main, mainly because Lindelof's been in the team longer and is more mm. comfortable. And then I think it's Varane after that. I, I yeah. think it's definitely. I think he's. Yeah. I think he's down there. I think Maguire's starting. I think the question marks over that. Mm. See from there, but it is mad. I was watching it yesterday, and you go in in our B team here. Mm. We've got Varane, Ericsson, and Cristiano Ronaldo, and we still were not comfortable. And this is our secondary. Who'd have yeah. said two years ago we're going to have Rafa Varane, Christian Ericsson, and Cristiano Ronaldo in our second string team, and it's going to be a bit crap because that's doesn't essentially what it is at the minute. Does it doesn't. It, yeah. see, it seems weird. no. They look way after. They didn't play like the first team we've been playing. They no. look like United last season where it was just like, we'll kind of figure it out as we go along. We're all good players, aren't we, lads? Yeah, Let's yeah. work this out. Whereas the first team have got an intensity that is almost worryingly f frantic at times. Yeah, yeah. But at least there's an obvious change. Yeah, yeah. A lot of those players last, you know, yesterday just looked a bit like, well, we'll be all right because we're better than these. Um, we've got a few Super Chats. Let's start with Alex Buckingham's. He said, City have had Arsenal's pants down. The thing is, I think it improves Arsenal. But for 80 million you are getting two of the worst players in a team that is better than you. That is a an odd way to close the gap, if you ask me. Yep. Like, it's just, it's a bit, I don't, under, I don't quite I understand don't that are, model. I don't think Arsenal are trying to close the gap on City at the minute. I think they're trying to close the gap on us and Spurs. I think that's, yeah. go to there first and then maybe. I, and, and, that, and to be honest, that, 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 that kind of makes sense. Yeah. But I just don't think they're anywhere near, they're not going to challenge for the title. No, no chance. Um, Tom Boy says City are weaker for selling Jesus stealing Zinchenko I agree with that yep. Arsenal have a stronger squad uh, Jesus is better than Martial who wants to sign Martial the thing is he might well have a better season than Martial he might but, uh, but Martial has had better seasons than Jesus has ever had but they are further in the, in the past than Jesus has had good years I get it I'm not saying that right now Martial is better than Jesus I just think they are comparable and I don't think either of them are worth 50 million quid. Um, IQ1985, expect Martial to drop off as soon as he gets competition. We keep offering players clean slates. Uh, belated happy birthday, Joe. Thank you very much. Big up, Sloppy Joes. Thank you very much. Um, yeah, it, it remains to be seen with Martial this season, doesn't it? The last time he played a full season as the number nine, 
you got 23 goals in all competitions. This, this is the thing. Us saying that Jesus isn't worth 50 million quid and isn't a great sign for Arsenal doesn't mean I'm thinking that Anthony Martial's the best striker Yeah, should sign for a world record I don't thing. think that we should have had Martial going into this season. I think we should have had, bought another striker, but we haven't. And I think that's where the question mark is. I think mm. those things are a good question to have. I do think he'll drop off. I do think that he's, there's a problem with him being... Anytime a Ronaldo or you know Zlatan's come in, or even Rashford's trying to take his mm-hmm. place, he has dropped off and looked, you know, worse for it. That is a worry. But he's looked good in pre-season. I've but, liked what he's done. Yeah. And I'm, you know, we have to give him the benefit of the doubt because we've not signed another strike. And also, every single season that Martial's played for Man United, he hasn't been in a league-winning team. And Man City yeah. have also in terms of able to play games. City get into like finals and semi-finals every single year. United struggle to get to semi-finals. There are more games that Jesus could have played for for City. He still didn't get particularly outscored uh, Martial over the last sort of five or six years. Um, I just think that you know, excluding the last two years, which fair enough, they're the most recent two. I just don't think he's proven himself to be much better than Martial over the last five years. Um, We've got another super chat. Uh, calling it now, this is Andres Karlstrom. Chelsea and Arsenal will both finish outside the top four and sack their managers, United and Spurs, to fight for third. I could see that. And obviously, I don't... I think if you're saying the odds of that, I think it's less than 50%. But I, I wouldn't be surprised if Arteta left because they don't live up to expectation, like I said before. And I think if, if Ibramovic uh, was still the owner of Chelsea, Tuchel would be out before Christmas. Because they are, he just looks like he's losing it there. I think there was, a, there was a, probably a question whether uh, Tuchel lasted the season. If I think if Bromwich yeah. around, I think there'd mm-hmm. been questions last season. I think, I think if United hadn't been so bad last season, the question marks would have been a lot about Chelsea. I think that yeah. if we'd have had Chelsea season last season, I think Ole Gunnar Solskjaer would have got the sack. You know the the way they got knocked out of the Champions League by you know being battered by Madrid and then kind of throwing it away when they got back into it. Yeah. They then, you know, losing those finals against Liverpool, which is, look, it was penalties and all that, but doing that and being so far off them after spending so much money on Lukaku. Yeah. And the I season before I'm, that, and just because Lampard spent it doesn't mean it wasn't real money, they spent 250 million quid in the transfer window. <laughs> so it's not like they've not invested over the last few years, is it? No, it's an, it's an odd one, Chelsea, because they've... I, th- it's, I mean, the Champions League is a, the biggest trophy, one of the biggest trophies, so it is the best thing to have but at the same time I think they are clinging on to that a little bit that it was just a cup run it feels like that was it they had a cup run under Tuchel and that's kind of been it because I don't think they've been too impressive in the league since they've they? never been that good they've since they've not won a, no. another trophy they got to two finals though, they got to they? two finals yeah but Ole Gunnar Solskjaer got to finals and got slated for it Like I think that you get to that point where you go have they lived up to what they've got? And they've made big signings this summer still. Again, obviously, Lukaku going back out again. They've lost Rudiger and Christensen, but they still signed Koulibaly, who everyone's going on. I'm I'm not convinced I by, think it's too, by, by you, Koulibaly. I just think no. Koulibaly and Silva, both very, very good defenders, but they're both slow. They're both not mm. this... You know, you need someone in the three. You need to have... You know, they did best last season with, like, Saar, who... They need Koundé, didn't they? They Yeah, they wanted him. Yeah, and I don't think that they've got enough there to to kind of do that. There's rumours about Fafana, but Mm. I don't know about that. And there's there's, there's question marks over... There's this report today about uh, Cucurella, you know, being Chelsea wanting him. That, to me, I saw someone say, 
that's a question mark over Chilwell recovering from this injury. That's a he's not got that pace again, or he's not quite up to it after an ACL. Was it an ACL he did? Was it something that was bad? Once it was it? A severe injury, yeah. He might just not be up to it again, and now you've got to replace him because everyone goes, well, they've got Chilwell come back mm. this year, so he's going to be better. But they also don't really have a striker. They've got Havertz, who's like a ten-ish false striker, nine. false nine. They've got Werner, who. Looks like it might off. be leaving. It, it can't, you know, can't score. And they've got Lukaku who's left. They need. I like I th- it remains to be seen with Chelsea. I think the next month is it the end, first of September, the end of the transfer window, mm-hmm. or the thirtieth of August, whatever. They need a big August in the transfer window because otherwise, I think they're going to really struggle. Um, let's move on to Spurs then. Everyone's favourite team now. <laughs> everyone loves them, and everyone doesn't let us forget that we could have had Conte if you'd have wanted to which is why everyone loves them even more because it's a chance to have a dig at United for not getting Conte. Um, so far, their window, Richarlison, 52 million, Yves Bissouma, 26 million, Jed Spence, 13 million, Perisic, Forster, both free transfers, and then Longley, who's alone from Barcelona. Really drifting into sort of Conte territory now, aren't they? We've got your Perisic, your Bissouma, you've got like Kane and... and um, Hume-Winton as well, who are just great players. Everyone's tipping these to be the ones that are pushing that third, second spot. I feel like Some it's going to be... they're going to win the league. I feel like it's going to be an Inter 2.0 when you think about sort of the similar signings that they've made. They, they, like, hmm. they like older wing-backs. We saw, even when he was at Chelsea, Victor Moses was playing wing-back. He was a bit, he was a bit part player everywhere yeah. else he's been to. He turned Victor Moses into one of the best players in the league at that time. Ivan Perisic, he trusts because he's won titles with him in Italy. He had Lukaku and Lataro Martinez up top. He had basically two people who knew each other inside out, who can play off each other's strengths and weaknesses. And they've got that naturally with Kane and Hummin Son. He's got two sort of destroyers in midfield at Inter Milan. He had Marcelo Brozovic and Arturo Vidal in the middle. Here now he's got Hoiberg and Ivis Bissouma, who I do, and I said this to Joe a couple of videos ago, I think we missed a trick on him for 25 mil, 26 mil, I do. I think He'd so. have been a brilliant squad player, if not a starter. Yeah. Considering, as I mentioned, we, we lost four the players thing, already. The thing with Basuma is, I think he probably would start for us, but I just don't think he's of a level that is closing the gap above to the teams above us. I don't think he's... Any, he, I don't know, I just... I think he's all right. I don't think he's much more than that. Maybe he will be, and maybe he's going to be... The thing with Conte is he does get the best out of players. This team will be will will perform to its maximum potential. I I think that will happen, which is I think they'll probably finish third, um, because of, of what we said about Chelsea and Arsenal. Jed Spence that could go either way. You buy you know you buy players who played most of their games in the Championship. That's oh, they've got know. they've got two four, two um, wing backs already. Matt Doherty and Emerson Royale. Yeah, Maybe, Emerson Royale is. Awful. Mm. And Matt he is he reminds me of I would rather... He reminds me of Wambasaka. He reminds me of Wambasaka in how he moves. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. He really does. He's crap. The thing with Spurs, the, the thing with Conte as well is though, he spits his dummy out so quickly. You saw what happened at Chelsea. Yeah. Where they won the league, then they had that big thing where he 
texted Diego Costa and went, we don't need you anymore, mate, off you go. And then all of a sudden they didn't get Lukaku and they got um, Morata instead. And then it just kind of fizzled and that was him done. His head fell off and that was it. Yeah. He's, he did the same thing at Inter Milan. He obviously did very well, but then they went, I know we've signed all these players for you, but we've got to sell them all now because we, yeah. we, we couldn't afford that. Because it turned out we had no money because we haven't yeah. won a trophy in 10 years. Yeah, so we've got to sell then, all these players yeah. now. We haven't won a trophy since Jose left and we spent 200 million last yeah. year. So we've got so to sell them all. And he went, cool, right, bye. Yeah. And that was it. And I just think that Tottenham have obviously done better. I think they've, they've backed him and got the players he wanted. I think, I don't think... United go out and give him Perisic and you know we've no. done this in the past we've got Matic from Jose and things well, like that he Jose wanted literally wanted Perisic yeah. and these kind mm. of players and you just think I just don't think United do it I don't think United go down this let's back a manager for three years and sign 30 year olds that are going to be gone as soon as it's done I yeah. don't think he does that and I just think that it's a, it's that situation of if they go a bit spursy about it mm. and lose some finals lose a semi-final don't get get a bad Champions League group and get beat say they're still you know they're mm. not challenging by because everyone's saying they're going to challenge if they aren't challenging by November mm. Conte might just go ah oh, well that's that then it? and just <laughs> I'm gone that could that yeah. could happen and I just think that I think look I think they've done very well in the transfer market and they've signed some good players I like Conte as a manager but I just think that 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 two or three years they ha he gives them if they don't do it very quickly I think he goes earlier because I don't, I don't think he trusts this lot as much as he trusts and he's the sort of and manager. Chelsea and players like that. Like Arte, uh, Arsenal don't have to worry about this, but Conte is the sort of manager that if the Real Madrid job comes up yeah, or if oh, the PSG gone. job comes up or if the Bayern Munich, like he's the sort of manager that might just leave. He could leave at any point in the season yeah, yeah. just to join a better club, let alone because he's Tottenham aren't doing very Chelsea. well. Like you talked about Tuchel getting sacked. <laughs> Two should get sacked in November, mm. and then new manager go, new board goes. Tell you what, why don't you have your old job back? Yeah, it was not this Abramovich that you didn't like anymore. Bring him in, and that's it. And then he got that could happen. Like you said, yeah, he is that kind of manager that goes, I'm going. Yeah, um, you guys are just hating. We bought Wambasaka for fifty million. Uh, Zinchenko for thirty is a deal. Wambasaka wasn't worth fifty million. That doesn't make crap. Zinchenko worth it was, thirty. It was, it was sort of English tax, wasn't it? They knew we wanted him. They knew we needed a right back. Yeah. Why would they let him go for anything else when they oh, can no. literally rinse Man United? There's Man United tax and everything as well. Anyway, just yeah. look at the whole Anthony pursuit. He went <laughs> yeah, up about thirty mad. million after a week. He went he up twenty mad. million more after two days. I love that. What mathematician is smoking it's like something to buy there? A house in just doubles every twenty minutes. You look at <laughs> how is it five hundred grand now? This house was bought for fifty grand two weeks ago. Yeah. Um, right. Let's move on. Let's talk about Liverpool. Um, Can we keep this swift, please? We'll, we'll try to keep it swift because we, we mm. yeah, we'll, we'll keep it swift. Um, Liverpool have bought well, Nunes, essentially. That's who they've bought. Eighty million euros. Well, no, fuck it, hundred million euros. Because those add-ons are like make him eat a bag of crisps and we'll give you twenty million quid. Yeah, like the, one of them is a million pound every time he plays up until five games a season. It's like, okay, well, that's five million quid. That then. is the Martinez. Have you seen the Martinez one? It's like we, we paid them 66 grand or something every appearance up until a certain thing. So basically, we're pay, paying his wages twice. Yeah. That's Good weird. That. Um, talk to me about Liverpool. I think they're weaker than last year. I think you've. Yeah. I think they've got some good players that's in nice there. That. I think they've bought not much weaker, but Mane's a big player that they've lost. Yeah. Um, I think they've signed some good. I think Nunes is good, but. I think he's got that 
air of, you know, people have been saying Lukaku and stuff like that. But I do think it's like that where the same thing that Lukaku had with Chelsea last season is he scored some goals early on and everyone went, look, he, could, he does it, he scores goals, he's great. Mm. I think if he goes on on those dry spells and doesn't get any goals, I think people get on, the, get on his back. And I think, yeah. you know, he. I think the overreaction of him winning the Community Shield and scoring him going mad, <clears> I don't <throat> think helps him. I think it just kind of goes... He knows he's under pressure to score goals, and mm. if he doesn't score goals, I think he's just going to get. He was worse decent in that game. He was decent in the Community Shield. He missed a good chance. He was yeah. one on one with the goalkeeper mm. and didn't lift it over him. Strikers miss those chances all the time. Um, Four point three million will come after Nunes makes ten appearances for Liverpool. <laughs> Tricky. Uh, another eight point five will come after he makes sixty. So, assuming he ever plays for Liverpool, they're paying fifteen million extra. Um, and then a final 8.5 will depend on the individual and collective performance. So who knows the details of that? But literally, if he pays 60 games for Liverpool, they're spending another 13 million on him. So basically, they've spent 100 million on him. Um, I think he's good. I think he will score goals for them. But like you said, I wouldn't swap him for Mane. If I was Liverpool, no. the way they've got that team structured, the way they play, they need top-class wingers more than they need a top-class striker. And I'm not sure he is a top-class striker. The only thing that, that sort of softens the blow slightly is Diaz, who l does look certainly brilliant up until the 18-yard box. I think he, if he doesn't score enough goals. Um, but is that a comparison to what Mane's output was? Yeah. Even when you wingers aren't necessarily expected to score X amount of goals, I think they sort of broke some sort of like barrier in terms of like how influential their wingers are and how high they play but that's because how of many that's, goals they're scoring but that's due to their system though isn't yeah. it um, and I think so let's have a look at some of the goals Mane scored he's got 23 goals 16 22 26 20 like he's in and around that 20 goal mark every single season um, Diaz has never scored 20 goals in his career um, he got what was it six goals last season between Christmas and um, the end of the season which is obviously alright but Diaz is, uh, Nunes is going to have to supplement Diaz's goal scoring, I think, compared to what we saw last season from Liverpool. They're obviously going to be one of the top two teams in the league, I think surely. It, I think so, but I think if there's ever a time for, again, I don't think it's United, but I think if there's a time for Spurs to close the gap, mm. I think it's this season, because I think that they've gambled a little bit. They've, like I said, replaced one of their major signings in Mane in terms of Nunes and, and Diaz, who I think are good players, but... It could take him a little bit of time, you know. You look to when Pep brought in Bernardo Silva and stuff, and he went, he's not quite there yet, and it took him two seasons, and then he was the player he is. Mm. And I feel like that might be the case with Nunes and Diaz, where they they're good, but I just think don't know whether they are gonna gonna do the same as what Mane did for them. So I think that they might drop off, they might do that. But again, it's a big question mark over can Salah stay fit the entire season because yeah. I still think he's very important. And, and Van Dijk as well because. I think Matip's very good. I think yeah. Gomez is very good. I think um, Canate is not. Yeah. Canate. Yeah, Canate. I think all good, but they're nowhere near where Van Dijk is. And I think without Van Dijk, either any pairing is nowhere near the level it needs to be at. It's not, we'll go on to City, but it's not the way that I think Ake is the only weak link in the three that they've got. I think yeah. you can put any combination of Stones, Laporte, and Diaz and look good. Mm. I don't think you can do any combination of. You take Van Dijk out, I don't think you do any combination of the three of them. No. So I think they're very, there's still that question mark over them. But look, I think that it'll be Liverpool City. But I do think, I think the rest of the league, I think United will be better. I think Liverpool will be, uh, I think Tottenham will be better. Arsenal will be better. I don't think they're going to be good enough. But I think there's going to be more people taking points off each other. And I think it'll be, 
I still think they'll be ahead, but they might be a little bit closer to everybody else. Yeah. I I, I think, well, let's move on to City, actually, um, and get your thoughts in on City and, and Liverpool as well. It's, it's horrible going through it all, but yeah. we have to. We're all about <laughs> to watch the Premier League season. Mm-hmm. We all are going to watch every single one of these teams play football. Um, City are second in terms of total spend. Almost all of that is coming on Haaland and Phillips. Julian Alvarez for 15.5 million, who is everyone's... Every, Everyone is saying he's the one. He's he's a great little sign in there. Having never watched a single minute of him play, but I like that because he's because I've he costs that. less than Haaland. Have you? Yeah. yeah everyone's I am saying that it. person. Yeah. Everyone is that person. Everyone wants you to know. Actually, it's Alvarez is the one to watch out for this season. And now I've said it, you'll notice everyone saying it. Um, obviously, Haaland fifty-four million. That was his buyout clause. Calvin Phillips forty-three million, um, and then uh, Stefan Ortega on a free as well. City are uh, currently, I believe, they've made money this summer. They brought, they've they brought the Premier League record for the amount of uh, income have this they? summer. So they sold Sterling for 50 million. 75 mil. Jesus for um, 50 or just under 50 million. Zinchenko, 30 million. Uh, Pedro Porro for 7.6 million. Maybe that's included, maybe that's in the year because I think they mm. sold Torres in January for 60 million euros, Which didn't they? Friday. Which is one of the stupidest signings of all time. Anyway. Do you think they've improved? No. Yes. Do you not? You do? Yes. Okay, this is good. One yes, yes. one no. Perfect. Didn't they've got rid that. of Fernandinho and replaced him with Calvin Phillips, whose knees last year were made out of cardboard. As with I just don't. I, yeah, but Fernandinho, when he played, you knew exactly what you were getting from him. And when Rodri wasn't there, you put the captain of the team into there and he looked good. I think Calvin Phillips is a good player. He's not that same player. I'm I not think sure. he's, I think 45 he's, million he's arguably going to be better than Fernandinho for City. <sighs> He, they do the exact Fernandino, same thing. Uh, 36. No, that's you don't I'm, mean 29 No, I mean, like, Roger will play every week, but you have to think, City managed to sign another starting defensive midfielder, arguably one of the strongest in the league, happily to, to play second fiddle. How has the power pool done no. that? Unless there's something there where he's going to play a lot more, maybe sort of as an advanced eight, as he did. He was all right maybe. pushing forward with England. Don't forget, Fernandinho slotted in at centre-half as well. Just like Calvin Phillips yeah. has done for Leeds. The fact that I think no. he can do he that and he's got that versatility and the pass, the passing range I think he's, he's got. Good. I think, yeah. I think that's why Pep Guardiola's come for I think he's pretty good. I think he's... Would you talk about United? Yes no. and no. I yes, no. I would have done. I think he goes in. I think he's probably one of our better midfielders. But I think in the position we're in for midfielders where he, we, the, the midfield we need to sign, which is looking like Frankie de Jong, needs to come in and play 55 games for United next season. And I think if United spent 45 million quid on someone who played 20 last season for Leeds, yeah. that's a massive risk. And I think that it's only one injury. It's an injury away of someone that's injury prone for being what we are now. Yeah. So I don't think that it would have worked out as well. Like I've said there, I think they've signed him as a backup to Rodri or to play alongside Rodri and to rotate with Gundogan and, and things like that. That's fine for City. Mm. City are in the position where they can do that. But I don't think United can afford to spend forty-five million on someone who is injury prone That's, and that isn't going to play. That's I think he's good. I think really he's, good. he's obviously better as a CDM than McTominay, and I think as a as a defensive midfielder, he's better than Fred because um, I don't think that's Fred's best role. But I would, like you said, I'm just sick of having injury prone players. Just give me someone who's going to play forty games a season in all competitions, year in year out, like Bruno. One, I just love that he's available every when week, let alone the fact he's got 20 goals a season. Really? When he's never he injured. It's great. That's what we're not like. One of the reasons Ronaldo was so good, obviously, he's just incredible. But not only 
you know, to score 900 goals, you have to be fit for 13, 1400 games. That's not it. Like just from a physical perspective, it's so hard to stay mm. fit every week for 15 years. And I'm just like, one of the things that, le- that felt like such a letdown with Pogba is even when he built up head of steam, even when he was at his best, we saw him when, like we said, top of the league in January, what was it? Season before last, Paul Pogba gets injured for three months, comes back, where are we, third? Like, I just, uh, second, sorry, um, and well behind City. I just think, I'm, I'm sick of having players that you rely on it and get Ill, uh, and get injured all the time. Same thing with Eric Bailly. Eric yeah. Bailly's a very good, there's question marks, is he our best centre-half this summer? Well, yeah, he might be, but he's not going to play because he's been injured his entire time at Manchester United. Yeah, you, can't you can't rely on keep that. relying on them. And people go, you can't keep giving clean slates to Martial. Well, he stays fit a bit more than yeah. someone. You know, if he can play 50 games... Eric Bailly's never done that for United, no. and I don't think you can. And you can't rely on that at all. He's not. He's not played more than thirty games in a season since he got promoted to the Premiership, uh, Premier League. Um, Calvin Phillips. But going back to just not quite enough. Going back to City. Yeah, let's talk about Harland, Alvarez. Good signings, but I think the the solidity you got of they knew what Jesus was doing. Whether I think he's good enough or not is one question. You knew what he could do. He knew the system. They were happy. Sterling, you mentioned there, his numbers, he was always scoring, scoring 30 goals here, then everywhere. Probably them after Aguero, probably the most prolific player under Pep, probably yeah. top goal scorer under Pep. Maybe he even, might even be the top goal scorer Yeah, You've sold him now. And I think that, that is actually mad, isn't it? You think, sorry, to, I know you've mm. only just made me realise that, that, Man City have just sold the person who scored the most goals since in their most successful period in history. Because we can talk about Yaya Torre in 2012 and all that. The best they've ever been is the last five years when they've won four leagues in five seasons. That's the best City have ever been. And Raheem Sterling has scored more goals than anyone in that time. And they've just sold him. I think it's... That's not necessarily a good idea. Similar to... Liverpool, I think that look, I think Haaland and Alvarez will be very good players for Manchester City. I don't think they are bad signings, but I think in the short term of next season, losing someone you knew what you were getting and you knew the quality of them is a big risk. And even Jesus going, the Zinchenko one, I think he's just a backup player, but at the same time, they've not got this Cucurella deal over the line. And if they go into next season with Cancelo, who's their only left back, who's actually a right back... Mm. I'm not too sure that's... I don't think they're stronger with with those players. Now, look, they sign Cucurella and they get another midfielder because there's the questions about Bernardo Silva. Yeah. Barcelona still after him. They still think that you know they want him and Barcelona Diongal. Barcelona are after everyone. everybody, Barcelona which is ridiculous. Marcus Alonso, Azpilicueta and Bernardo Silva on but top I of think, the players already bought. I think City fans are the same feeling at the minute of, yes, Haaland is very good. Grealish will get better this season than yeah. he was last. You've still got Foden. You've still got a lot of quality footballers. Mm. But there's that bit of if they don't quite get it this season and we don't replace the players that we've got rid of, mm. it might, you know, Liverpool could just be better than them because they've not got, they've only got rid of Mane and they're yeah. replacing him with, they've already think, kind of replaced him. Do you think City will win the league? I think yes. they're probably favourites too. I think yeah. they're still the best. They've On paper, they're still the best team. I still yeah. even think if you don't put the new signings in, I still think they've not got a bad, you know, you could play Foden, Grealish and Mahrez as your front three. And it's still pretty good. Yeah. You don't need to play any of the new signings. And they've still probably got one of the best 11s in the league. I think that it all depends on whether Haaland works. You know, there's this question mark over. He's not a pet player. He's a very, very different player. Yeah. He's tried it in the past with Ibrahimovic. He didn't like him. He's, he got rid of him. His best play, best time has been with the, 
the number nines that link up and do all that. He's mm. not had that success with, you know, an out at number nine. But like you mentioned, like everyone's saying, Alvarez might be the one. And if Haaland doesn't do it, Alvarez slots in. And if That's he doesn't thing, do though, it, like... you can still play Foden there. You can still play Grealish there and Mahrez there. They have so many players in them front positions that yeah. Haaland could have a stinker, Alvarez could be cra- get injured, and they still could score 100 goals a season. Yeah. The thing for me is, and I'm in full agreement with both of you in the sense that Losing Sterling, I think, was a daft decision to make because he's been the most prolific under Pep Guardiola. He's been fantastic under him. But how many times, if the fewer, because the, it's, not, it's not a lot, it doesn't really happen a lot, Manchester City failed to score, they seem to be sort of very important games where they drop points and they yeah. allow Liverpool sort of a little glimmer of hope, yeah. especially last season when they dropped points to get them back into the title race, if you will. The facts that I just think... Haaland is is, a, is completely different to sort of any other potential player Pep Guardiola's worked with in a sense that he's so young, but he's an out and out centre forward. I think you can't compare Messi with because he's been a winger be and everything. I do think he will be good. That's the thing. He, I, just I don't guarantee know if he'll come good. If he will come good immediately, he has to keep fit. If you drop eight points in the first ten games of the season, that might be enough. Do you know what I mean? And and it, part of it is almost out of fear because I would much rather City win the league than Liverpool. Um, I'm I not think everyone would, to yeah, be honest, in the same. Premier League, um, apart from Liverpool fans, really, wouldn't they? But I do think Haaland will come good for him because the only, the only problem is with him, you have to keep him fit because yeah. he was quite injury-prone in the Bundesliga this, and the Premier League is arguably the most physical league in the world in terms of this, how many sort of dirty centre-halves you come up against who, who will just literally boot you into Rose Z if, they, if and when they get the opportunity. It does feel like it's Pep's second team. It's the first time I think he's done it at a, a club where he's had yeah. to go again. I think he's, you know, the Barcelona team was there for him and he built that team up to being very good. The Bayern team was there for him. He added players and did very well. He's built the City team. He's now recycling some of these players. You're seeing Sterling, who, yes, got there beforehand, but he was a Pep Guardiola signing beforehand. And De Bruyne, there's question marks whether he's going to start every game and whether he's quite, the, you know, there's, he's in that recycling mode and it's, can he do that? And Ferguson did well because he did that and won while still going. He had that little blip between from 2003 where he recycled and didn't win for a few years. Mm. It's whether that could happen to Pep, where in 2000, you know, similar, very similar stuff where you sign the best striker out there and available. We signed Van Nistelrooy, he signs that. He signed a Varon in, in Jack Grealish kind of thing. And it didn't work for three years. And the team for 2003, 2004, 2005 was potentially better than it was on paper than before. And then all of a sudden, you don't win. And that's the question is that that might happen. That might be, it doesn't quite click straight away, but I still think they've got enough quality to Yeah, And Haaland is a great player. Oh yeah, My biggest concern with Haaland is, how many times, here's a question for you, in his whole career, going back to 2015, when he was, what, 15, has he played more than 30 games in a season for a club? How many times? Twice. Twice? Once. Once. He's only ever played more than 30 games for a club in a single season once, and that was two years ago. That would be my worry with Haaland. If yeah. I was a City fan, and he's only 22, he's not got 10, 15 years of, to, to draw on there, but that's four or five years being one of the most promising strikers in the world, and he's only played 30, more than 30 games one time. That's my worry with City. If you start to rely on, on a big number nine like that, when he's not fit... 
can you then switch it back in time, especially when the margins are so slim at the top, when you're getting 90-plus points every season? I, hope, I mean, I think I'd they rather could. they won the league than, than I think Liverpool. they could because they know what they're doing, don't they? They've worked yeah. on it so much in terms of that false nine position that they've been playing. They had, they've had number nines who've been out of favour, as you mentioned with Gabriel Jesus. They know what they need to do in that formation. I just think they'll have to adapt yeah. more with a, with a natural number nine. And I think on that point, despite the fact that he's not played over 30 games in more than one season, right... His goal record makes up for it. Mm. For the yeah, fact that when he, get, for the fact that when he's there, games and get you twenty nine. That's what I mean. Yeah, when, yeah, really when yeah. the fact that he's there, he's still posting better numbers than players who have had 38, 40 games yeah, for yeah. their entire career. True. So I don't. I think that's probably the risk that they've yeah, the, the, taken. Obviously, knowing, it's a considered that. risk. Isn't but it? it's the same thing with Nunes. Is that people are already picking up on it? People are already doing clips of him missing all them chances mm. of the games, and he's. I think he's aware of that, and I think that. If he doesn't, if he goes on, if he doesn't score, hit the ground running, mm. I think people... He's never had a dry spell in his whole no. career, Harland. That would be interesting to see. If he gets, let's say, one goal in 10 league games, how he comes back from that. Uh, we've got a few super chats. Uh, Andres Karlst- uh, so we've read that one. Michael Dyson says, I think we should sign Giroud. He's tall and handsome, which is exactly what we need. Great point, Michael. Um, it's not quality, it's looks. <laughs> um, Jacob OC says, up the paddock, looking forward to the season. Thought we actually played some of our best football in ages yesterday in that first half. Martinez looks great. Interesting. I'm not necessarily the same opinion, but I don't think we were terrible. Uh, Mike Mike 93 says, I'm up for giving everyone a clean slate and seeing how they do under Ten Hag and judging from there. Marshall and Maguire players I wanted gone have looked good. I agree with that. And Jimmy F says, would Stretford Paddock FC beat the England women's team? Absolutely not. No right. chance. That's going to be all from us. Alex Bagley, welcome back to England. How was, how was your tour out of 10? Um, Single word? I'm going to go eight. Eight, very Eight, nice. Eight, very good, just expensive. Wow. Yeah, Jordan, <laughs> oh. yeah, 60 quid for a chicken and chips, oh, unbelievable. Don't. Thank you very much, Jordan, for coming down as well. Where can people find you, mate? JD Simpson 98 on Twitter. JD Simpson 98. Baggers uh, underscore Baggers Alex. Alex. Oslo was amazing, by the way. Maybe was we're going to mention it. And the amount of, I don't think they maybe covered this on TV, as much, I don't know, because I wasn't watching it, but yeah. the 29,000 people in that stadium, there was 28,500 Manchester United fans. It was... Yeah, it looked like it was literally like 30 to 1. the whole city was United fans everywhere. It was ridiculous. Great stuff. Right, thank you very much. Hit subscribe if you haven't already and make sure you check out Manscaped. Link is in the description again. Use the code DEVILS20 for 20% off and free shipping. Hit the notification bell as well so you see as soon as we go live, we are live every single time there is breaking news. If there's an update on De Jong, if we sign Chesco, if someone gets sacked, if anything happens, we will be live. So hit that notification bell so you can see it First, thank you very much for joining us, and I'll see you in a bit. Sports Social Podcast Network.